Welcome to Composing Tips, the Media Composer podcast. I'm Nico, and in this episode, we are going to look at one way that could help you find a publisher for your music. Breaking into the production music business can be daunting. There is an insane competition and publishers seem to have an endless pool of awesome composers on call ready to work on whatever album is thrown at them. So, how do you find your spot under the sun? And most importantly, how do you get your music heard by music supervisors? Building a portfolio and cold emailing publishers is definitely an option, one that I will discuss in one of the next episodes. But today, I want to tell you about something that somewhat uh, I see as a shortcut. There is this company. It's called Taxi. You can visit their website at taxi.com. Before I tell you more about Taxi, I just want to clear the air a little bit. If you search online for taxi music, you will find a lot of discussions about this company. Some people say it is a scam and is part of the pay-to-play shady scheme. I can tell you right now that this is not true, not a single bit. Taxi worked for me and some of my friends. Even in hindsight, I just wish that I had started using Taxi sooner rather than trying to get the attention of libraries through submission packages that are rarely answered if listened to at all. Funnily enough, I applied three times on my own at a publisher that I really, really wanted to work with in the past, and they never listened to any of my tracks. But as it turns out, Taxi could get me through the door because this publisher was one of their clients and they posted a brief. Still, there seems to be a lot of bad-mouthing when it comes to Taxi, but some composers whose music I definitely admire have have only nice things to, to say about Taxi and how it helped them. On the other hand, I've also heard the music from some very vocal, angry users. And let's just say, to stay polite, you know, that most of the music that I heard from them was, yeah, laughable at best. So, what does Taxi do uh, exactly? They are an independent A&R company and they have been around for some 30 years, and I believe that they employ about 20 people. Really, if they were a scam, they wouldn't have lasted that long, for sure. In a sense, they act as a gateway between you and music supervisors. Publishers and or music supervisors will send a brief to Taxi, 
explaining exactly what they need at a certain point in time, and Taxi will make these briefs available to their members. This service costs about $300 per year. That's the fee for you to be a member. But when you think about it, it is much cheaper than the majority of new sample libraries, but it also has the potential to advance your career by an order of magnitude. When you are a member, you receive, in average, three briefs each day in your mailbox. Sometimes it's four. Of all the years I've been a taxi member, I've never received any less than three. And really, they, they, they cover a lot of styles. They range from hip-hop instrumentals to neoclassical tracks, from heavy metal to hybrid trailers, from cheesy pop tunes to Eastern European folk music. There really is a style and genre for each and everyone. The brief will also give you a deadline for your submissions. It will highlight the proposed deal by the client and give you some reference tracks of what the, the client has in mind when writing the brief. If you choose to submit music, you do so by uploading your track or your tracks because you can submit more than one using the taxi website. The people at Taxi will then listen to your tracks. Uh, the people listening to them are called reviewers. If your tracks fit the bill, Taxi will then forward them to the client. Or not. In any case, and this is super important, the reviewer will give you personalized feedback to explain their decision. And this feedback, uh, I mean, for me, when I was just starting out, it was pure gold. I will explain this in a minute. Submitting music to Taxi costs $5 per track, and that is on top of your annual subscription. Some people seem to have an issue with this, but to me, it makes perfect sense. They spend a lot of time listening to submissions and then writing personalized feedback. This time and work obviously has a cost and $5 to get personalized feedback from professionals in the industry. Yeah, it's not a lot. And as a side effect, obviously, it also prevents people from sending the whole catalog for a brief that may not match the vibe of their tracks or even the genre. Im imagine if you could submit any amount of tracks that you wanted for free and there is a brief for, um, I don't know, uh, love ballad, right? Uh, you can be sure that you would have hundreds of people submitting their piano and strings cues uh, for that brief, and it makes no sense. So the, the, the $5 per submission also act as kind of a gateway for Taxi. So this, in a nutshell, is what Taxi does. So let's recap. 
you get a brief from Taxi, you write music according to the brief, then you send it to Taxi for review, a reviewer will listen to it and then send you feedback. The reviewer will then choose if they forward your track to their client. If your music is forwarded, then you wait for a contact from the client if obviously they like your music. It's very simple and straightforward. Now, I will give you some tricks that have worked for me and for some of my colleagues. But again, emphasis on for me. I cannot guarantee that the same tips will work for you, but they are general enough that they should. So let me wear my Captain Obvious hat for a bit and let's see. Number one, stick to the brief. I repeat, stick to the brief. This is the most important component. It may sound completely silly, but it really is. If the brief says between 1 minute 30 and 2 minute 45 seconds, don't go and submit a 3 minutes track. It's, that's not what is requested. When the brief says, for example, sad, piano, and strings, do not submit piano, strings, and woodwinds just because you have one track lying around that was already made and you think, ah, yeah, why not? I will submit it. This is totally unrelated to the quality of your track. It is simply not what the music supervisor is looking for. Even if your track sounds better than something that John Williams would have written, if it doesn't fit the, the scene that the music supervisor is trying to underscore with music, your track won't be accepted. That's, that's just how it is. See, say that they need to slap some underscore music on a scene where you see the family dog dying. You want it to be sad. So your upbeat, happy piano and strings uh, cue will absolutely not work. And again, this has nothing to do with the quality of the track itself. And this is something I see frequently as well, but there is absolutely no need to complain either in forums or on Facebook or whatever, that your track was rejected by taxi and accepted by another publisher. It's for a totally different project. Let's take an example. If say that you are a vegetarian, why? I don't know, but say that you choose not to eat meat. You go to the restaurant and they serve you some very expensive and high quality Kobe beef. This is not what you want, despite the quality of the meat. It's the most expensive beef in the world. Some argue that it is the best beef meat in the world. If you are a vegetarian, you don't care about the quality of the meat. You do not want meat. There is not a single scenario where you will go, hey, you know what? I'll take the beef anyway. Maybe I'll have some use for it later. 
suddenly, if I decide not to be a vegetarian anymore, yeah, makes no sense. Taxi, in average, they will give you three reference tracks. Listen to them, study them, but do not copy them. Most of the time, they will tell you that they need something in a similar ballpark, but that the structure needs to be a TV structure or a three-act trailer structure. I've even read on a forum that someone copied a reference and that it was rejected. But look, it makes plenty of sense if the structure was not the expected one, or if the length did not match, or if the production quality was shit. So, get it? Stick to the brief. Moving on to tip number two. Learn about structure. This one is very simple. Briefs, they will always mention the expected track structure. If you are not familiar with what a three-act or four-act trailer structure is, or an ABA or AAA TVQ, or what a button ending means, and so on, you need to learn these things. It is not concert music. Get this. Ultimately, you are here to provide a service for a video editor, and your job is to make their job easier, not to impose your style. This is, in my opinion, where a lot of references fail. They will give you a sonic ballpark, but more often than not, they are built on a completely different structure. Tip number three, submit broadcast quality music. This is a tough one because you have to be the judge of your own production quality. And that ranges from MIDI programming to mixing and mastering. To your ears, it may sound just fine and your friends and family and your dog and whoever will love it. But to a seasoned video editor or music supervisor, on the other hand, it may, sound, it may just sound like a stinking pile of crap. Here is how I personally worked around this. I found a few trusted people whom I really like the music and who are successful in what they do. And I got them to give me straight, honest feedback. For some of them, because they take time to, to do that, uh, I offer services in exchange, or, or uh, there is even the, this guy that I really admire. Uh, I paid him and said, look, I have these 10 tracks. They are really important to me. Uh, would you mind spending some time listening to them, commenting to them, and I will pay you this amount per track. But don't go and post on VI Control or Facebook groups to ask for feedback. You will for sure get a ton of feedback, but you don't really know the experience of the person giving you said feedback. You don't even know if they already had their music placed on TV. It's 
you know, it's a kind of like when people comment on sample libraries with a lot of authority and uncompromising wording, like, oh, the legato on this uh, string library sucks. And at the same time, they never share their music. So you don't even have any idea uh, if they know how to use that particular virtual instrument. So that's the same. As a general rule, if the quality is not exactly on par with the reference tracks, you will be rejected. Plain and simple. I know some people with insane skills in music production. They make six figures a year on production music and they are using Taxi 2. And these guys, you know what? They are your competitors. And Taxi will absolutely not forward your music if they have a pool of much better tracks. Why would they? It would just damage their reputation if they have a pool of excellently produced tracks and yours are not there yet, well, it's only logical that yours won't cut it. But the, but the great thing is that you will get feedback. They will tell you why. They will, for example, tell you that the ending is not the one that was required. You should end on a, on a, on a strong on a strong note, for example, or that they were looking for something sad and you gave them something emotional. I've had feedback where they even suggested to me a change in the chord progression. Like they said, yeah, you know, there instead of going to D, why don't you go to to, to B flat, uh, sus four, and keep it uh, going for, uh, for two bars, that kind of feedback. So, you know, it's not because you are not forwarded each time that taxi sucks. It's just that maybe you need to learn a bit more about music production. Tip number four, name and tag your files. And by files, I mean your music files. A lot of tracks are named things like, I don't know, Orc Track Final Mix V4. And frankly, let's be honest here for a moment. It screams amateur hour. Taxi is not retitling your tracks. That's not their job. Even if your track gets forwarded to the client, how do you expect that the client will find your track in a catalog of hundreds, if not thousands, of tracks? If they are searching by keyword for a sad cue, naming your track the death of my best friend or simply grieving, this in my opinion, will yield a much, much better result with a client. Also, use meta tags a lot. I mean, tag your tracks within the file. Tag the shit out of them. Use the ID3 tags. If you don't know what ID3 tags are, search for it now on Google. In these tags, give the BPM of the queue, the key, 
the style, add keywords for the instrumentation, the mood, the genre. Don't forget to include who controls the rights. Add your phone number, website, and email. Add your IPAI number that you got with your PRO within the file. That's why I personally submit MP3 files rather than WAV files, just because they support more tags. As a side note, I've recently listened to a taxi podcast. They, they, they have one of, uh, one of those where it's called Taxi TV, where one of the guests, uh, publisher, uh, he, he said something that uh, along the lines of that some people, they submit music and they are not even registered with a PRO. How do you expect to get paid if you are not affiliated with a performance rights organization? Right? So, you know, learn how to work with files, tag them. Uh, same, if a client asks you for a WAV file and all you know is how to produce MP3 files, well, maybe there is a bit of learning to do there. Moving on to tip number five, the last tip, and that is simple again, is keep it to yourself. That's an obvious one, but do not go posting your tracks on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and the likes. Publishers, they hate that. I don't even share my tracks in the private taxi forums. You cannot absolutely cannot get an exclusive deal if your track is already published somewhere. So keep it to yourself. And voila, that's it for the tips. I hope that some of them were useful to you as they apply not only to taxi, but they also apply when working with a publisher. Now, there are many ways to use taxi. The uh, obvious and logic one is to submit tracks according to the briefs that you receive, right? But sometimes I also use taxi a little bit differently. I use it for inspiration. It happens that one of my publishers tells me, hey, you know what? This month, write an album in a style that you like. So if I don't have inspiration like right now, what I will do is I will read some taxi briefs and this way I can also listen to reference tracks and I will compose an album based on one brief because these briefs, they are usually very, very well written. With that said, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, and now go write some great music! Hey! Did you enjoy this episode? Do you want more content? So head over to ComposingTips.com and join the community there. You will find more episodes, videos, project files, as well as a forum where you will be able to connect with like-minded people. It's all free, so register today on ComposingTips.com.